Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint. And with me today, Jay Harvey. How you doing, Jim? Hey, Jay. Always good to see you. Good to be here. Now, Jay, how many kids do you have? I have three. Three? Yes. Are you sure you only have three? Yeah, I think so. I thought you had ten. No. Just because whenever I see your family coming down the road, it's just like this combustible, you know, huge cloud of action. Yeah. We we make noise wherever we go. Okay. Well, you know, I've got four. I had four boys and I still have four boys, but... They don't live in my house anymore, but when they did, mm. the house was busted out of the seams. Yeah. And while the house was spacious enough and certainly more spacious than most people in the world could understand, I just felt like I needed some more usable square footage. And my dad came to visit from across the country and said, I'm going to finish that basement for you. And I thought, <laughs> no way. But my dad could do anything. Wow. Because my dad was real good with building things and stuff. My dad passed away last year, as you know, Jay, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm watching HGTV. They've got this whole genre of programs where people fix up houses and turn houses and flip and flop. And yes, all they that. do. You know, I'm, I'm more on the flop side than That's the flip right. side. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Have you ever seen that show called Property Brothers? Well, of course we have. I know. Property Brothers, two twin guys from Canada, identical twins, Jonathan and Drew Scott. And they help people realize their dreams by owning a fixer-upper and transforming it into something that you just couldn't imagine otherwise. Yeah, great show. It's a great show. And this week on Viewpoint, we're going to use that as a kind of analog in life. My dad was like a Property Brothers team for me in my basement. Property Brothers helps contestants do that week by week on air. Oh, and guess what? Jesus can be a Property Brother for you and change your life. I promise there are some lessons here from HGTV and those Scott boys. Stay with us. God is great. 
All right, Jim, we're back. You know, you said something uh, before the break about a remodel project you had in the basement. I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm not sure you really want to know about it. <laughs> Most of us who lived through it kind of blocked it out of our minds. But bottom line is my dad, who was really handy, walked with me through my basement, which was simply cinder block, subterranean, dark, damp. And he said, you know, Jim, this could be a great space. You could have a, a bedroom here. You could have a bathroom here. You could have a kitchen here. I'm going to kitchen. He goes, yeah, that way when your mother and I come to visit from out of state, we'll have a place to stay. You can have a huge, like, playroom or family room, recreational room, depending on your generation, what you called it. Uh, I mean, the whole basement is, is game for a renovation. I couldn't see it. Don't, but he saw it. Yes, and don't you just marvel at those who can see it and, and can just give you a glimpse. That's something I can't do either. But I love being around people who can give us a glimpse of what could be. And my dad tackled the project because I surrendered the house to him, and he walked us through it. I had to help him, but he was the driver. Now, that's just like on Property Brothers, because these are two guys who help people look at their houses, a fixer-upper, that is way below what they hope for. But they talk them into, hey, what if you did this in the kitchen? What if you took this wall out? What if you pushed out this end of the house? What if you rearranged this window? Whatever the changes are, they see it before the people who own the house see it. And then those people who own the house begin to become inspired and thinking, maybe my house couldn't be more than it is. Maybe this fixer-upper really could be the house of my dreams. Maybe it could work. How can it work? And the property brothers say, well, if you're all in, we'll help you make it work. And so that's how the story in every episode unfolds until the end, the end of the show, it's a wow. The house is completely remade. That's the drama. It's real life. But honestly, it's more than just real life in those houses uh, on TV. And actually, the contestants on the Property Brothers, they have to put the money down and buy the house. They have to finance the construction. They're the ones who create a budget. They have to put all the money in it. The, the television show does not do any of that. What the show does is contribute twenty to $25,000 after the renovation to furnish and decorate. Mm. So still a bonus worth being on the show. But when you're looking at it, you have to know these people have skin in the game. This is just like life. Mm-hmm. If you want your life to change, somebody else can't pay for it for you. Somebody else can't do it for you. You've got to be all in. Oh, but if you let God work with the house of your life... Just like my dad pulled something out of my house that I never thought possible, just like Property Brothers do every week. Folks, I'm here to tell you that your life can be changed. And your life, which might now seem like a desperate fixer-upper on the end of a dead-end street that has no future, actually, your life could be completely made different. It'll still be the same house, but it'll sparkle in a way of which you can be proud. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, and, and you know what, Jim, you just said something that made me think of when we follow Christ, when we are in that group of, of believers, one of the things that is hard for people is that that skin must be in the game. That when God begins to work in your heart, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes we have to face things or look at things that we don't want to look at, but He knows and is wanting to give us that glimpse of what could be. And for those of us who have been through that before and have allowed him to begin that renovation, we always come out better. We always come out for the better and knowing him more and loving him more and therefore loving others more, which is the gospel message. And just to encourage anyone who might be listening, once we are 
his, and once we are redeemed, it's a glorious thing. But then sometimes the real work begins in our heart, and we must surrender that, and and I love how you put it, to be all in and to have some skin in the game. And it's so important uh, if we want to really realize that new creation that he sees and wants us to become. You may have to have your house renovated one room at a (laughs) time, but you better have every room available for renovation. When you you deal with God, he's not just going to fix your kitchen. You can't hold on to your addictions and keep those in the back room so he can fix up your front room. No, he's going to take the whole house, and that's where you have to be all in. When we come back, there is a foundational truth found in the Old Testament, a famous word that I think speaks exactly into this kind of property brothers show of life. Standing on this mountain top, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you were with us, kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory was your power in us, scars and struggles on the way, but we joy our hearts can say yes our hearts can say never
If you're thinking about your house and renovating it, if you imagine a Property Brothers episode where some people have a house and it needs to be fixed up, it needs to be improved so that it can actually be what it needs to be and a house they can be proud of. When you think of all that, and then you think about your own life, how can my life be redesigned? I just have this body. I just have this history. I have been born. I have been planted. I've been operating in this world in ways that I've chosen and some just that I did not choose, but here I am. How do I make it better? How do I renovate it? The scripture speaks about building houses. It speaks about renovation. It speaks about renewing things. And there is in the 127th Psalm a signature line that I think speaks exactly into this illustration of life that we're finding on HGTV. And Jay, I'm going to ask you to read that to us because in this one sentence... There are keys to how all of us can be better. What does it say? It says, unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with centuries will do no good. And what that verse does is it puts God in the middle of the renovation. Right. So unless the Lord builds the house, I'm going to restate this, kind of paraphrase. Unless the Lord's the contractor, the whole project is lame. You know, know, it's not enough for me to want to be better. It's not enough for me to think, well, I'd like to be this way. It's not enough for me to think I'd like to redesign my life. No, unless the Lord is building the house, unless it's his dream, unless it's his vision, the whole thing will crumble. Mm. I might get a little farther in life. I might have some season of satisfaction. But over the course of my lifetime, unless God is building it, unless he's doing the design work, and unless he's actually the lead contractor, it's not going to last. Mm. That's what this verse is telling us. And when I think about Property Brothers, for instance, I don't know, Jay, if you ever noticed this, often the people, the contestants, will start the program and they, they have some ambition. I want to have a house with three bathrooms, and I need three-car garage, and I need it to be in this neighborhood, and I, <laughs> I need to have an in-ground pool in the back, and I need to have a gazebo, and I mean, the, the whole wish list right. of stuff. Right. And then the Property Brothers help them see, well, that you can't afford that. Right. They show them some houses with all those things. You can't afford it. But also in the process, as the Property Brothers say, you know, let's be realistic here. <laughs> You're in line for a fixer-upper, and they show them some houses that need help. But they also tell them, you know, you may not be able to have the gazebo and the three-car garage. You may not actually need the in-ground pool. Maybe you would do better with some grass and a treehouse for your kids. Right. I mean, what they do is they help not only get them to a better place, the contestants, but they reform and refashion the dream. Oh, that's God building the house because what I want... And what I dream of may be well and good, but it's not the best. I have to allow my contractor to say, you know, Jim, maybe you shouldn't be president of the United States. That's something I used to, as a kid, actually (laughs) want to do. (laughs) Now that I'm looking at the job, I'm thinking, no way. But uh, I mean, you know, he had to tune me up. And actually, the Lord repositioned my dreams from politics to the ministry. Mm. It's still a great dream, and it's better than I could have ever imagined it. But it's not the original one I started. I needed my property brother, God, to come in and say, think about this backyard. That's right. And, and so it is on the show, and so it is in your life. Mm. Now, there's another part of the verse jumps off. Verb. They labor in vain who build it. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Even if God's the contractor, you're going to have to work. I'm sorry. Allowing God to rebuild your life does not allow you to simply take a passive role and do nothing. Mm-hmm. You have to be surrendered 
but you have to do the hard work with him. He's going to show you the blueprint. In fact, his word is the blueprint. Mm. He's going to walk with you, and he'll be right there in the garage with you, sorting out the tools. But you're going to have to lift up the hammer. Yeah, and, and I think that some of that hard work that you speak of are things that we don't think about in the middle of this restoration. It's about being content with having him be the contractor and him knowing what we need and what we don't. Being surrendered to the fact that some of the hard work is learning how to love others in the way that he has called us to love others, to be patient, to to really rise above some of the things that we typically uh, might be behaving in a fashion of how the world works and and then all of a sudden this God contractor comes in and says, no, that's not how I work. And so if you really want to be made new and restored, then you're going to have to do some different things. And, and some of the things that are the, are the most hard are the, are the heart issues that, that he is calling out of us. And that really is when Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. That's kind of what he's speaking of. It's not, I can go climb Mount Everest whenever I want to. It's, I can love those who may not love me. And that's part of that restoration. And boy, I'll tell you, it is hard, Jim. Well, and you know, as you're talking, Jay, I just recalled of a, a conversation I had with someone not long ago, a good man. And his uh, family is well positioned just now, but it wasn't always like that. And he came to a point in his life where he felt like, boy, I, I need to rebuild my life because yeah. it's a mess up. And his marriage was on the rocks and his kids were mm. uh, essentially abandoned emotionally by him. And he had a lot of shame and guilt. And a lot of his challenge was he considered himself to be, and I'm take his word at face value, he was addicted to pornography, and mm. it was robbing him of emotional relationships in his house and his family. He was just, he was functioning there physically right. present, but emotionally detached and running away from all of his healthy relationships. Anyway, what happened was he, he, he said to me, he said, you know, God came in and I surrendered to him, and he, he took so much away from me in my, my thirst for porn. He, mm-hmm. he said I actually was made new. That's not the work of man. That's the work of God. He said, I couldn't have done it by myself. Right. Uh, but then God said to me, I had to confess to my wife, mm-hmm. and I had to go to my brother. I had to articulate this. And he said, I didn't want to do it. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But he said, when I did it, suddenly all the the pain evaporated yes. and all the shame was removed. My point here is just to that. It's the work part. Right. God is saying you're going to have to do some things. God took away the perverse interest of his heart. God refashioned his desire and hunger, but he also had to do some work relationally. But now outcome? Well, he has his dream house. Yeah. He is right. restored. He's whole. He's experiencing life in a way he never thought possible before because God is building the house. Right. And now he's laboring with God, and it's not in vain. It's actually a house on solid rock. Well, all this brings us to choices, doesn't it? Yes. You can't, you can't build a house if you don't choose to build one. You can't build a house without choosing your contractor. Uh, you have to choose to work and invest yourself in it. I mean, this one little passage in Psalm 127 talks about that. Unless the Lord builds the house, I want to choose him as my contractor. Mm-hmm. Those who labor, i got to work on it, but I'm going to do it under his direction. I don't want it to be in vain because I don't want to spend my whole life building something that will not last. Wow. You know what? That's your story, too. It's Jay's story. It's Mm -hmm. my story. It's every person's story. You get to decide how do you want to live, where do you want to live, what's your house like? God is alongside. He's right here, right now, saying, I want to help you build a new house. I want to help take all the 
the rubble of your present life. I want to take the bricks and the stones and the boards and the concrete and the address of your present soul and redesign it so that your fixer-upper becomes a house that you can be proud of and live in with joy and peace life. How do you do it? You start by making a choice to surrender to God. Do that with us right now. Pray with us. Our Father, we're so thankful today that you know exactly who we are and where we are. You know our address. Physically, you know our address, but also spiritually you do. And you can see our house. Sometimes we don't even want to go outside. We just want to sit inside of our house and pull the blinds because we're ashamed of the way it looks on the outside. Or maybe it looks so good on the outside, but we don't like being on the inside because it's nothing on the inside as it might appear outside. But in both cases, Lord, it's a fixer-upper. And Lord, we're praying now that you will fix us up. We admit we are not able to do it by ourselves. We cannot by ourselves change our houses in any way that lasts for the good. We admit, Lord, that we have done a lot of things in our house that are not good Mm -hmm. and that we just need you to fix it. Mm -hmm. We also admit, Lord, that you can see things for our house, for ourselves, that we can't see. Breathe that vision. Breathe that blueprint. Breathe that picture in our minds before it is so that we can work towards it. Lord, we want to hire you to be our contractor. Oh, we can't hire you. We can't afford to pay. But we accept your free gift of willing to work with us and help us to know how we work alongside with you. Make of us something of which you can be proud and that we can be proud of ourselves as well. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you'd like to know more about how you can get God to be like a property brother for you, how he can help build your house and and make it better than you could ever dream, give us a call. Just dial this number 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we want to introduce you to our property brother, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He can make a difference. I promise he can. If you'd prefer, just check us out online. Jay, what is that web address? That would be www.cbhviewpoint.org. CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope, viewpoint.org. Check out the ministry there online. You can also send us an email. We will reply. Or just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana 46018, USA. But whether you check us out by phone, online, or by surface mail, please reach out. Let us hear from you this week. Jay, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for, uh, hey, being a property brother in my crowd. Absolutely. If I can't wield a hammer, I can at least watch how they do it on TV. (laughs) You can inspire me. That's what you do, Jay. You bring out the best. Uh, And we're so glad you tuned in this week as well. We hope you'll be with us again as we continue our series, just kind of exploring the lessons learned from HGTV, not about your house so much, but about your life and how that intersects with the scripture. For all of us at the Viewpoint team and for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.